Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my podcast, Astrology with Deb McBride. So it is Monday, October 29th, 2018, and we are winding down the month of October, and this is an interesting week, another interesting week that we have ahead of us. So starting with the important stuff, the Venus retrograde that we've been experiencing for the last several weeks since October 5th is now going to move into the sign of Libra. So she's been in Scorpio since September and now she's moving back into the sign of Libra at 3.42 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. So this is going to be an interesting ride because now she'll be retrograde in her own sign. And so we have less than two days before that happens and it will stay there. She'll stay there until December 2nd when she goes back into Scorpio again. Now Venus doesn't go out of retrograde until the 16th of November, but in the meantime, you know, we get to experience her back in her own sign where she is much better expressed. Venus is much better expressed in Libra than in Scorpio. So we have a good month, a little more than a month to experience this Venus and Libra, and it's actually very positive. Now, in the meantime, Venus, since last week on Wednesday, Venus went in, maybe actually Tuesday, less, the middle of the last week, Venus went into the underworld. And by that, I mean that Venus was an evening star all this time. So all year we've been seeing Venus in the night sky. And when she goes into the underworld, she disappears. And then she reemerges when, after a few days, she reemerges not in the night sky, but as a morning star. And she'll do that on Thursday, November 1st. And for the rest of the year, she will be a morning star. And this is what happens when she goes retrograde. Anytime we have a Venus retrograde, which goes on for approximately 40 days, Venus takes this one moment when she goes on into the underworld and comes back out on the opposite side of the day that she had been on. So this is actually very significant because when the goddess is in the underworld, we're reaching our most darkest, intense moments of the retrograde. The activities that we are experiencing in the retrograde, the things that are coming up for review and the things that we are working on emotionally because Venus is an emotional planet and a social planet. And so our relationships are everything really starts to become evident. All the dark stuff, all the things that we realize, ah, that's what I'm working on. That's why this has been so hard. That's why it's been complicated since, you know, these last few weeks. This is sort of the the pinnacle of that. And and we go into the underworld with the with the goddess and we just sort of connect with whatever has been hidden from us. So I don't necessarily mean dark and like evil. I mean dark that it's not visible. So Venus is not visible. And therefore, it's complicated around our relationships, our social life, our friends, our money. Everything is just in sort of this place of darkness. And we're not clear on how we are to proceed until we really start to get out of that darkness, which will be Thursday. And so Thursday morning, though, she will be a morning star. And that's a beautiful thing. And what we experience 
is just sort of hanging on and walking through that invisibility where we don't see what we want to see. We don't see anything and maybe we don't see a way out of it. And it can be very complicated in that we are trying to work through something and we're kind of banging our head against the wall because it's the tangibility is, is just not visible to us. And this is the time to really kind of go in deep, connect with yourself, do a meditation. And the meditation you would want to do now is anything. It's not going to be just to calm you down. It's not going to be just to, uh, you know, sort of scan your body and relax your muscles or anything. You, the kind of meditation you want to do is something that's going to go in and help you connect with something very profound and deep inside of you. I always recommend people uh, to try meditation apps. One of them that I particularly like is called Insight Timer. And if you have a smartphone or an iPad or a tablet where you can get Insight Timer, I think it's available on all platforms. It's free and they have lots of free meditations. And you can pick and choose the ones you want to use and bookmark them. And I find that, I mean, I'm not associated with them at all, but I find that it's been very helpful for me. And I use it once in a while so that I can go in and get something that's really not tangible for me. Or I, They do have longer meditations that can really help you kind of go in deep and get that. So that's profoundly important. And when we finally come out and go into the, a morning star, Venus is going to really get uh, you know, it's just going to start to, we're going to start to feel ourselves sort of coming back from where we've been in these last weeks. And certainly when Venus goes direct on the 16th of November, that morning, we're going to feel like we really are kind of getting back on our feet again. There's always sort of a, a transition while she's still in her shadow and she, until she goes to 10 degrees of Scorpio, which is going to be in December. But we are going to keep sort of moving forward in that way. So once it's forward, it's forward. Once she's direct, she's direct, and we can move forward with plans. But we really can sort of ad adapt ourselves to this darkness just to get a handle on what's going on. And so in that respect, it's, it's very important. Um, the other thing about Venus is on Wednesday, on Halloween, she's going to oppose Uranus again. And the last time she opposed Uranus was September 12th. And this is a very unusual aspect. I've never experienced it in my lifetime where Venus has gone retrograde and three times she opposes the planet Uranus. So it, it does not happen very often. So this is something to pay attention to. And so we look at the first layer, which was the 12th of September. And then we look at this Wednesday. And then we look at it again at the end of November when she opposes Uranus for the last time, which is going to be on November 30th. So what is that about? What kind of experience are you having? What did you have on the 12th of September? There is an element of surprise with Uranus. There is an element of a turning point with Uranus. Uh, the fact that it's all happening the same time, I think is probably good. That Venus is coming out of the underworld, that Venus is going back into her own sign and she's going to oppose Uranus um, really in the wee hours of the morning. So she'll still be in Scorpio. It's zero degrees Scorpio and she'll be opposite Uranus, which is in Taurus. And then both of them are going to shift. And Uranus is going to go on Thursday. No, I'm sorry. Venus is going to go on Thursday, 
she's going to go back in to her Libra. But on the following week, the seventh, Uranus will go back into Aries. So we're we're having some shifts happen, and that's we'll talk more about that when that day comes. But Mercury is going into Sag on Wednesday as well. So we've got some shifts. That's a better place for Mercury. Uh, it's, you know, not in this intense sarcastic Scorpio anymore. It's in lighthearted Sagittarius. And it is actually something that we can look forward to because it's sort of like the, the shape of things to come with Jupiter about to go into Sag in a few days too. So one of the things that is uh, actually important is that we're going to move with into Venus with going into Libra, but Venus is going to be ruling the sky. It's no longer going to be Saturn, <laughs> which is going to relieve a lot of pressure and tension and stress that we've all been experiencing since the end of September when Saturn really went in and started ruling the sky, meaning that in astrology, we have something called disposition, which I've spoken about before. And in the disposition, the planets all point to a planet who is sort of last stop on the chain. So Saturn's in its own sign of Capricorn since last December. And so when the planets all sort of lead back to Capricorn, meaning that Venus is in Scorpio right now, and she's ruled, that's ruled by Pluto, and Pluto is in Capricorn too. So where do we go? We go to the ruler of the sign that Pluto is in, and that would be Saturn, which is in its own sign. So that's why it all kind of goes back to Saturn and Capricorn. That's all going to shift when Venus goes into Libra for the next month. And then next week we'll have Jupiter going into Sag, and that's going to be a real relief because that's going to be really ruling the heavens too. So we're going to take all that stress and pressure that we've been feeling out, out of the Saturnine place, and we're going to finally get um, some relief from this. So I have felt it mounting and building and just, you know, I didn't feel like this at the end of September, but I've certainly felt like this all these weeks and all these weeks, it's just getting stronger and stronger, the Saturn. And finally it will, you know, we'll get some relief. Uh, I think that there is a lot of stress and pressure in the sky right now and a lot in people's lives. And I've heard a lot of complaints about it or a lot of curiosities about why it is the way it is. And this is it. It's, you know, it's a whole dose of Saturn. If everything is sort of pointing at Saturn, we're sort of left with the energies of Saturn to work with. And Saturn is about duty and discipline and hard work and focus and commitment and loyalty on the one hand, but it's also about, you know, trying to achieve something and, and Saturn and Pluto together in Capricorn are really kind of a survival instinct. And so a lot of us have our survival instincts sort of being raised right now. And while Saturn and Pluto are not conjunct and they won't be for a while, they are in the same place. And so they're close enough. They're like roommates and they are close enough to really get that survival instinct sort of happening in all of us. So we all kind of have to confront our fears, forget, you know, forget that, you know, whatever's holding us back and just kind of move forward with it with courage and with determination and with faith. And we just need to keep that going. So the most important thing right now is to just sort of hang in there until Wednesday and things should start to lighten up. And really right away when Mercury goes into Sag at 12.30 in the morning and then... Venus and Uranus, and then 
Venus goes to Libra. So this is going to lighten things up for us quite a bit. In the meantime, uh, today we had the Mercury-Jupiter conjunction very early this morning, and that was also sort of a blessing. It's some insight and some openings to what could be going on because Jupiter always brings insight and abundance and good fortune So and good kind words. Um, so that's part of it. Pluto is, um, well, the moon was opposite Pluto today. And that's because it was, or actually it's going to be, it was opposite Saturn. It's going to be opposite Pluto. And this is actually, you know, because the moon's in Cancer right now. So the moon is in Cancer. And so we're feeling security oriented and we're hanging on to security and we're sort of focused on that. But the opposition to Saturn, the opposition to Pluto over this time, over these, this day, it's often very much about, you know, again, that survival instinct, that the survivals that sort of, Connecting with a deep sense of emotion, certainly with Pluto, but really, really trying to focus on getting out of this sort of entanglement, this emotional, psychological entanglement that we have right now, where Saturn and Pluto are really kind of being hard on us. So the moon is triggering that. So it's going to feel, it's going to feel a little dense. The energy is a little dense right now. We talked about Wednesday, which is Halloween, and then Thursday, you know, Wednesday the moon's going to go into Leo. Tomorrow night, you know, we're going to experience like the void moon and stuff. And then we're going to go into Leo. And then we've got the moon in Leo for a couple days and that'll be lighter. And that'll be ruled by the sun, which of course is in Scorpio. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of Scorpio in the heavens right now um, because there's been four planets, but two of them are shifting on Wednesday. So that's, that's where we're at. Um, Thursday, the moon is in Leo. Friday... The moon is void for about an hour and a half in the middle of the night, and then it goes into Virgo. And it's in Virgo all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then goes void in the middle of the night again, and then goes into Libra. So the moon will be disposed of by Venus. The moon will be disposed of by Mercury earlier in the weekend. And so we're going to get a breather from, you know, that again, that Capricorn vibe um, because we're, we're, the moon is sort of moving in a direction of, you know, where the other planets are, are disposing no longer of Saturn. They're disposing of Jupiter and, and Venus. So that's good news. We have a lot happening where the, after the moon goes into Libra, it goes into Scorpio next Tuesday when there's an election in the United States. So we've got uh, Scorpio moon for the election, which is going to start, the Scorpio moon starts at 8 a.m. And that's the day that Uranus goes back into Aries. So there's a lot of Marsy energy flying around that day. So, you know, just be aware of that. And we're going to probably feel a little bit of a shift when, be, when Uranus goes back into Aries, where it's going to stay until March, and then it will go back into Taurus again for good. So those of you who are Aries or who are cardinal signs, Cancer, Capricorn, Libra, Aries, you're going to feel that last juice of Uranus for the next few months from Tuesday as it retrogrades back and then eventually goes direct in January and then moves right back out of there again into Taurus. But as Uranus moves out of Taurus and into Aries, it means it's ruled by Mars. And Mars is in Aquarius until the 15th of November. And that's interesting because when Mars goes into 
uh, it was staying in Aquarius, it's ruled by Uranus because Uranus rules Aquarius. So there's this going to be this exchange from the 6th of November till the 16th, the 17th of November, where Mars and Uranus are going to be talking to each other in each other's places, in each other's signs. So this is important to pay attention to, too. That's a lot of energy. So we're going to see what happens with the election, and hopefully there'll be some burst of confidence and excitement, and people will be happy with the results. There's a new moon next Wednesday in Scorpio, the 15th Scorpio. So again, we're getting a lot of, we're still getting a heavy dose of, of Scorpio and Pluto energy reflecting back to Saturn, but we still, Venus will still be ruling the heavens because she'll be in Libra. So these are, these are important days ahead. Things are shifting quite a bit. Um, I like where we're going. I'm glad we're, we're sort of shifting out of the, the tension of Saturn into the, the generosity and aesthetic of, of Libra and, and, and then Jupiter. Um, this is going to be a much more positive few weeks coming up. November should be a much more positive month than October has been. And frankly, I've had enough of October. <laughs> I've had just about enough of October. It really has been complicated and stressful. And I feel people talking to me about this and they're just confused. They're unhappy. They're trying to summon their, their positive emotions and energy and optimism people have not been themselves. I, I can agree with that. I haven't felt normal either. <laughs> I haven't felt like myself. And I think that people really do need to um, sort of address whatever it is that's, and we all need to address whatever it is that's sort of plummeting into this, this Venusian darkness that we, we're in right now. Um, fortunately, that's all going to shift in less than 48 hours. So we are going to have an opportunity, this last opportunity to really get past this um, dark spot. And sometimes you just have to go through it. Sometimes, you know, I'm good at figuring things out for myself and figuring things out for other people. And I'm really good at uh, intuition with, with these kinds of qualities in the sky right now. And Scorpio is certainly a time to really use your intuition because it's, it really goes deep into our, subconscious and we can use that energy very well that's what scorpio energy is used for to go into that subconscious but sometimes in your everyday life you can work with your subconscious as much as possible and then the rest has to be taken by the universe and you have to kind of walk through whatever it is and just keep walking through it until it, it finishes until you're at the end of that road and you start on the new one and i just hope that we can all sort of, you know, collect ourselves and be sort of at peace with this until we can move into Wednesday. So that being said, um, I think that, I think we've got a, a relatively good shift in the week. It really is going to be a dramatic shift at the end. The middle of the week is going to change everything. And while we won't have so much Saturn, we'll be moving, we're getting ready to move into Jupiter because Jupiter is now, right now is at 27 degrees of Scorpio. And so it's really in those last degrees of Scorpio. And while Jupiter's been in Scorpio, we had some really intense things happen. We had the Me Too movement. You know, Jupiter is in Scorpio. So the Jupiter reveals things 
and opens the doors and creates opportunities. And Scorpio is about sexual energy to one degree. It's also about secrets and mysteries. So Jupiter kind of exposed all of that in the last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if we hear some last minute issues around that topic of of me too and what's going on with that and in these last few days before next week on the 7th when it when it shifts signs um so i really hope that we get um some positive and optimistic ending to the jupiter and scorpio which has been going on since last november and so as we say goodbye to that, because it's not going to be for another 12 years if Jupiter goes into Scorpio. And if you are a Scorpio, uh, you've had some good protection in the last year. And so some good things happened for you possibly. And if you didn't really feel like strokes of luck and abundance happened, you're probably protected from a lot of things that caused you to take pause or somehow you were protected in ways that you might not have even known. And that's the way Jupiter operates. It is really a protective force. It's a protective force for us on the earth too, because if you know anything about astronomy, Jupiter is a very large planet and it gets in the way of anything that could be zooming towards earth, like asteroids, comets. It hits Jupiter first from outer space and oftentimes it just gets disintegrated when it hits Jupiter's surface. So the world at large does not get hit, the earth does not get hit with anything that was speeding towards us because that Jupiter is so large that it gets in the way. So it really is a protective influence. And so we can say, thank goodness to Jupiter going into Sag. And when Jupiter goes into Sag, it's all about hope and optimism and abundance and um, taking some risks. And it's positive energy. Now, I think that Saturn and Capricorn will temper the Jupiter a bit because there's two sides to Jupiter, there's two sides to every planet, um, but Jupiter can be really abundant and supportive and helpful, but it also can create, especially when it's in its own sign, sort of wild risk-taking and thinking you're going to sort of sneak on through something that you might you know, break rules or something that you probably shouldn't be breaking. And it could very well be that you are relying on that positive energy that you're feeling around you. But Saturn is still there to remind you you have to follow the rules and you have to uh, work things out and still got to work hard and, and take care of yourself. But uh, Jupiter, you know, if it was all sorts of Sagittarian energy, we might be like sort of surfing the wave there and taking more risks. And I think that that probably isn't going to happen this time because Saturn will be there to balance it. And balance is a good thing. So on that note, uh, that's it for this week. I wish you a happy Halloween and a happy All Souls Day and uh, connecting with our spirits and our ancestors who have left us and who are on the other side on the first on Thursday. My name is Deb McBride. I have a website, debmcbride.com. I'm available for astrological sessions, and I also have astrocartography reports on my website. If you're interested, you can buy an astrocartography report, which is about uh, geographically where your planets are and how they affect you in certain cities. My Instagram and my Twitter are both at Deb Astrology, and I welcome you to look at them as I write 
pieces for them, especially for Instagram, about what's going on planetarily on a regular basis. And I also write a blog on my website. So please enjoy. And if you have any general astrological questions, you can always contact me about Mercury retrograde or planets going direct or anything like that. So I wish you a good week and thank you for listening.